0: Here again on episode four of the greatest rivalry, India versus Pakistan, a podcast brought to you by Wisden. I'm Nikesh Raghani. And I'm Adif
2: Nawaz, and this is the story of sport's biggest rivalry through the decades from the 1950s through to the present day. So far, we've had some amazing guests share their memories of Pakistan versus India matches and tours the likes of Farooq Engineer, Asif Iqbal, Zahir Abbas, Giran Morey and Sir Fraz Nawaz. And it's been fascinating hearing from those guys who were actually involved and what it was like for them so i'd urge you all if you haven't already to go and listen to the first three episodes that are already available it's well worth a catch up just find us on the wisdom weekly
0: podcast feed yep absolutely and we're also bringing you this series in association with a great new product that could help budding batters around the world it's called bat sense and it's a wonderful lightweight gadget that fits snugly onto the top of your bat handle. It connects wirelessly to your smartphone and basically tells you where you've been hitting the ball and helps you improve your technique by showing you what you've done right and where you've been going wrong, with angles, pick-up and a whole load of other things on there as well. It's got a battery life of six hours and it only weighs 25 grams, so it adds virtually no weight to your bat, so you can keep it on during several net sessions or a match, and you can get yours now for a discounted price of just £97 plus postage, by going to kpsmartsports.com. And while you're there, you can also check out a whole range of other cricket gear, including international replica kits. And talking
2: of international kits, we're about to head to the final era where coloured clothing still wasn't a thing in international cricket. That's the very late 1980s. Towards the end of the decade, both India and Pakistan had two very special debutantes in Sachin Tendulkar and Waqar Yunus and we're actually going to speak to Waqar Yunus towards the end of the episode but before we get to that 1989 series former India wicket keeper Kiran More joins us once again to look at the mid-1980s starting with his first test series against Pakistan in India in 1986-87 season a close series that was eventually won by Pakistan 1-0 yeah
3: very compet I can say that it was a very competitive series you know and uh very you know hardly battled you know that series because uh, there was a one test match the decision came in that Bang- bangalore test match you know and it was a very close call and uh, we could have won that uh, test match as well but uh, pakistani uh, they batted well in the second inning and uh, and they bowled us out you know but uh, uh, one of the toughest uh, pitch i played my uh, the test match you know uh, and i remember i was hit on my face, you know, by the I mean, in the Singh's ball, you know, like we were trying to do practice on the side wickets before the test match starts and I was hit on my face and about three stitches on, on my lips. But uh, that test match, I still remember the Gawaska inning of 97. I think one of the best knocks-ups in Gawaska I've seen, you know. And the ranked runner, uh, he was hardly beaten, but uh, definitely Pakistan won that series, that test match. Uh, it was a great win for Pakistan and that's, that's the test match. Tell you the fact, we were uh, we were really fighting hard for the whole series, and that test match. I still I remember. I will never forget that. Holy, we played on that uh, rest day uh, between Indian Indian team and Pakistani team at uh, Bangalore Westin Hotel. I still remember, and the whole hotel was painted red. You know, the swimming pool, the the all the rooms. You know, every corner of the hotel was painted red, and we had some great time. We will still remember. Uh, Pakistani cricketers and Indian cricketers we were trying to get Imran Khan out of this room. You know, He was a captain, he was a shy character. So, we were trying to get to, get to, get into his room, you know, from both <laughs> sides, you know, and trying to uh, paint uh, colour on him, you know. And uh, so, uh, that he didn't come out actually. Punjab was a big instrumental in that uh, holy time. So, whole day we played holy together, we had lunch together, some bhangra some music, And uh, there were a couple of uh, the few uh, friends of us who joined us also in that party. We had a great time, and next day we were playing a test match again. So, see, on the field, uh, there is always every team, uh, both the team wanted to win, uh, and sledging was huge that time uh, from both sides. And uh, off the field, it was a great time we had uh, because uh, I will never forget that
0: holy. And that's the key, isn't it? That's what a lot of people say when you speak to former players from both sides that, uh, you know, there was great camaraderie between the players. We've seen it so much over the years as well, players socialising together and, uh, you know, they've got a lot more in common uh, than they have with uh, players from around uh, the rest of the world. But it seems to be... Something that the media just loves to hype up this, this battle between India and Pakistan, uh, you know, whenever they play in a World Cup match, for example, last year at Old Trafford, you know, over a billion people watching on TV. There were, there were TV news channels around the world in, in random countries which don't even follow cricket, just talking about how big this event is. Why do you think this matters more than anything else, despite, you know, politics aside, just from a, a pure sporting point of view? Why do you think this matters to people so much?
3: See, when India-Pakistan series happens or any match happens, they see the sledging happens from 11 players, you know. It's not only uh, the wicketkeeper. Wicketkeeper is always in a prime position in cricket. So, he's very close to the stumps. He's close to the batsman as well. If somebody wants to convey any message from the slip or uh, from the covers, he will tell me, tell him this, you know, tell him this, you know. So, everybody uh, uh, starts sledging, you know. Like, I still remember uh, playing the first... uh, Uh, time in World Cup against Pakistan or you played a lot of cricket in Sharjah. So the moment you cross the boundary line, the sledging starts from the the guy who's standing at third man or fine leg, you know, until you go and take your stance.
2: Can you remember any specific instances of sledging, uh, Uh, (laughs) Kiran?
3: Sledging, like, of course, you know, like uh, in Pakistan, uh, when we went in 89 tour, uh, of course, I sledged uh, uh, Salim Malik, uh, in Karachi test match. And he came to hit me with the bat. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? I can't say, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> air, you know? But, you know, so... So it's it's very difficult, you know, but, uh, but uh, I said to him very nasty word in Punjabi. Because we, India, Pakistan, we speak common language. We speak uh, Hindi, Urdu, Punjabi, even Sindhi or Gujarati. The Pakistani players knows about this language. So common, you know, so... It's actually, it is so fun and I wish there were microphones all over the ground, you know. It will be hilarious for everyone, you know. Because everybody says something in Pakistan, uh, Pakistan's team or Indian team as well. And the common, the language is common. So we have issues in India that uh, we have a lot of cricketers who come from south. So they don't, they don't understand Hindi sometimes. Uh, they can't speak Hindi. So for them it's difficult. For guys who are coming from west, North, uh, central part of India and east. So we can manage Hindi and all these languages very easily. The guys coming from the south, it is it is difficult for them. But now, the things have changed a lot in south. So they also understand Hindi very well. But it's really funny, you know, the some of the comments which comes, you know, even 89 tour, I remember, Paake, uh, Javed, Javed was playing his 100 test match at uh, Lahore. <clears throat> and uh, he came to bat, you know, and Maninder Singh was bowling. And I think about Third or fourth over, he was plumb like before. You know, like, Javed always used to play on back foot. And he went to cut the ball. And it was a semi-new ball. Uh, Maninder Singh was bowling. And that ball, Maninder Singh had a beautiful arm ball. You know, one of the best arm ball he had. So he came and just hit him below the knee roll. And he was plumb out. You know, like Javed typical. You know, Kilant, why are you appealing? You know, unnecessary. The umpire is not going to give me out. And I set up both the umpires. This is my 100 test match. I'm going to score hundred and I'm going to score hundred and go home, you know. So that was a match, you know. I remember. Then I told Javed, I said, "Why don't you sing a ghazal for us?" You know. So he started singing ghazal while batting, you know. So he sang one whole ghazal for us. So that is Javed Mianda. That's fun, you know. And uh, sledging goes on like this, you know. So, but uh, uh, it is fun. It's not that India Indian team does or both sides it comes off, you know. Like uh, it's, uh, the rockets are from both sides. So it's it's really fun. That's what I'm saying. There should be about uh, fifty microphones on the cricket ground when India Pakistan
2: plays. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to broadcast it widely if that was the case. <laughs> so tell me this, Karen. Like you mentioned, you know some of these great players that you were playing alongside, uh, Sunil Gavaskar. You know one of the greatest of all time. What was it like to play alongside him?
3: Yeah, Sunil so was very disciplined man. You know, like uh, we used to really get scared. I remember when I came into Indian team in eighty three, and uh, before that we played. Uh, Lot of domestic cricket together for the West Zone. Or uh, I remember the test match uh, at Vankhedev. And Sunil got out, you know, and he was about 40 or 30, he got out, you know. And when he came back, there was nobody in the dressing room. Everybody was running around, you know, like uh, uh, in every corner they were trying to find out and try to hide, you know. And he came uh, He came inside the dressing room and he threw his gloves. He was so upset, you know, with him. Because he got out on 30 or 40, he used to never like it. If he gets on a duck, or 5 runs or 10 runs, he's fine. But if he, if he he's batting there for one hour and he gets out, he used to hate that. You know, how can I got out? You know, but uh, but very highly regarded, respected uh, in the dressing room. But uh, I shared a room also with him. And uh, uh, the learned a lot from him. How to concentrate, uh, how to think about the game. Uh, he was one of the worst players I've seen in the nets. But, you know, he used to never like practicing the nets, you know. But uh, when you see him practicing in the nets, I said, he's going to play a test match tomorrow. And when he goes and bats in a test match, it's like a 99.9% different. And when you see him in, in the nets, it's like, how he's going to score runs? And when you see, next, see him next day morning, it's wow, you know? So, uh, Srinivar Gavaskar, I think the best uh, God gift given to Srinivar Gavaskar was his concentration. The level of concentration he had was unbelievable. You know, and uh, he used to be focused. One is to get once he's to get into his zone, nobody can go close to him, or he will not listen to you. Also, what you are talking next to him, or you are dancing, he will be in his zone, and he will be focusing uh, on his cricket. But uh, whatever the innings I have seen him, I still remember one uh, Test match in uh, in Guyana, and uh, Sunil was batting, and Marshall, one of the fast best fast bowling attack I have seen, you was know, played against them. You know, like 1983. Like Garner, Michael Holding, Andy Roberts, Marshall, Daniel, Colin Croft, Vincent Davis. So I think Marshall was bowling in that Garner test match. And uh, uh, I remember he bowled a bouncer and uh, got hit on uh, Sunil's forehead. You know, the ball went to actually a mid-off, mid-extra an cover. And uh, as a, you know, like as a young cricketer, I ran from the dressing room with the ice pack. And uh, I went to uh, close to Sunil. Uh, Sunil uh, needed ice. So he told me to bugger off, you know, just get out and uh, I, I was really scared he told me to bugger off you know and then uh, end of the display was 138 not out you know so you learn from those things because he's a senior player uh, playing for the country playing in the tough conditions uh, one of the best fast bowling attack and I have to survive survive there even if you have got hit you have to be a tough nut to crack and uh, go on performing and uh, score 100 so you learn loads from Loads of things from that, and that day I learned this is actually a test cricket, you know, and this is how to be a tough. If you are a really hardcore, tough nut to crack, you can play test cricket. You have to have that jigger, you know, like you have to have that strong, you know, will and heart, you know, to play test cricket. That only survive test cricket. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult. That's what I learned in that uh, Western series where Sunil uh, performed and uh, batted on that day. And most of the guys like Mohinder Rambandath I still remember he got 700 runs so you learn a lot from that so I think uh, uh, one of the best roommate I, as a I can say I was lucky that I was a young cr- cr- cricketer and I was his room partner in uh, in the 80s uh, most of the eighty series.
0: That 86-87 uh, then obviously Sunil Gavaskar retired after 1987 and then from Gavaskar to Tendulkar, a young 16-year-old boy uh, in 89, uh, you know, India searching for their next Sunil Gavaskar. And along comes uh, Sachin Tendulkar, you know, making waves through school cricket and then making his uh, test debut in 89 away to Pakistan against Imran, Wasim, Waqar, Abdul Qadir. That must have been really, really tough for him. Just before we go into Sachin, though, you started that tour off pretty well—a uh, gutsy fifty-eight not out in the first test uh, against that very fearsome bowling attack. What was it like to face those guys in away conditions?
3: See, Pakistani uh, team, Pakistan team had always prepared uh, that tour especially to keep a grass on the pitch, you know. So I think Karachi also had a grass, you know. And uh, that test match, uh, I played that knock. It was a very crucial knock for the team because uh, we drew that test match, you know. And uh, I batted for long and uh, batting against. Wasim and uh, all these fastballers, Imran and everyone, and those days, scratching uh, a ball was allowed, you know. So you he he used to get the reverse swing big time. It was like uh, nobody used to complain from both sides. So everybody used to scratch that ball and reverse swing the ball, and it was difficult to bat. You know, it was not easy to bat. You know, like even like for Manoj Prabhakar and uh, learned that uh, on that that to that how to uh, scratch that ball and. Uh, uh, do the reverse swing when Pakistani players were struggling. So that uh, Karachi test uh, Karachi match that knock was, was for me was very special and I always believe when you do well against uh, especially on the away series then you are counted everywhere you know and then you are being uh, you get always a good name because you have done well on the away series if you do well in Australia or England or South Africa or West Indies then your name always uh, features in most of the things you know and I always believed that and uh, I used to enjoy really playing against fast bowling, but from inside, is always scary to play fast bowling. You know, no batsman in the world will say that I enjoy playing fast bowling. But definitely, I used to, I used to like it. I used to like, to, like it more than uh, spinners, you know. But uh, definitely, uh, that test match, uh, we luckily, we saved that test match. And uh, we went to the Seattle Court test match. It was um, one of the best wickets I've seen, but uh, one of the tough wickets. In that condition, we played, you know, a green top. Uh, i never seen a grass that that long in uh, any of the test matches I played in
0: my cricketing game. So tough conditions indeed. And um, back to Sachin then, obviously coming into the side so young, I mean, we, we've we heard stories of the likes of uh, Wasim Akram, You sort of rubbing his hands together at the prospect of this young kid who's not even probably started shaving yet, coming into our country to face us all sort of 90-mile-an-hour-plus bowlers, reverse swing, uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff that they they possessed in those days. How was it for you guys to have this young guy who you'd heard so much about, who'd been making waves uh, in first-class cricket uh, at a very young age, but to have him then in your team ready to face these guys, were you were you always confident that he would then deliver? Or was it a case of, uh, what, you know, what are the selectors doing here? He's a bit young. Are they making the right call?
3: See, I'll definitely give a lot of credit to our selectors, you know, especially... I remember Dilip Vang Sarkar and uh, Ras Singh Dungapur. They were the guys who were really pushing him hard, you know. They're like Selectors always take a gamble, you know. And they put money on the right horse. Like anybody who's making a debut, who, no matter what performance he has done in domestically. But when it comes to international cricket, if somebody predicts he's going to be a good cricketer, so everybody had a doubt, definitely, you know, that time. Because he, he has not started off, you know, playing international cricket. But once I saw him at... Uh, Peshawar, you know, hitting Abdul Qadir in the stands. That showed that class. Definitely, we had seen him early days also uh, in domestic cricket. He has always had a like, different class altogether. But coming in playing international cricket and doing that with one of the best right-arm leg spinners in the world cricket and uh, easily he was doing it, not that struggling. Like you play those big big shots, you know. You Sometimes you slog, but this guy was not slogging. He was hitting him clearly out of the ground and cleanly. You know, so that's, 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 that was a class he showed, you know, and uh, the test match he played in uh, Sialkot, you know, in that tough condition, I mentioned that uh, everybody was struggling, you know, if somebody was saying that I was not struggling, that wicket was difficult. Even Pakistani struggled, Indian players struggled, Azhar got a brilliant 97, you know, he was dropped on uh, 6 or 7 or 0, I think, a dolly catch by Javed, but he went on to score 97. But Sachin batted in the second inning that 59 he scored was outstanding, you know. So when person shows that class on difficult wicket, bouncy, green top, simming, everything it was doing. And it rained also on and off, you know. So we were on and off all the time. So in that condition, uh, against the best fast bowling attack, he got that 59. That's the first thing is stamped that uh, he has got a class and he's going to go on to play big cricket, because everybody started rating very high, you know, uh, since then, you know, because uh, even if you score 50 or 30, you can make out that class uh, of a player when you play a test cricket. You know, it's not necessary you have to score 100 on debut, but if you score 30 or 40 and you see that he's a guy who's married for one and a half hours or two hours and uh, showed his uh, uh, technique and uh, the patience he had, you know, and the concentration. So... He had that hunger and he showed that that day. And that's in that day, I always had that. You know, he's going to go and to become a top cricketer in world cricket.
0: Was that the day he was uh, hit on the nose by a bouncer and there was blood dripping? The, the story that you've probably heard, Navjot Singh Sidhu, who was batting with him at the time, uh, he tells that story so beautifully. And Sachin basically said to the physio, "Nay Helaga, you know, I'll carry on. And, and Sidhu was shocked at the other end, and obviously the rest is history.
3: Absolutely. You know, like there is no hardly any protection. Also, he was wearing a helmet. Uh, they had had a great protection as well. So, uh, without any protection, short guy, 16 years old boy uh, says, no, I'm going to bat. That's what I'm saying. You know, test cricket is like that. You know, like they give example of Sudhiv Gawaskar. When he was hit on the head and got 138 not out in the end of the display. And that's what uh, courage uh, Sachin showed. And you need to have a courage when you play test cricket. Of course, you have a talent. We don't have a courage. I think uh, you're going to struggle in Test cricket, you know, because it's it's five days, it's mental, uh, it's tough, and that's he showed that day in you know, Sachin Tendulkar, and that since that day I said, wow, we found this cricketer who was going to go on to play for uh, long for India, and he went on to play for 24 years. It's unbelievable. What's a beautiful story?
2: Now, in that that first Test match that Sachin Tendulkar made his debut in, there were three other players who made their debut in that Test match as well. There was Salil Ankola, there was Shahid Saeed, and there was Wakar Yunus. Now, tell me, Kiran, of those four people, who did you think was going to go the furthest at the time? Wakar, Wakar Yunus. Definitely. What far. was he like in that first test match?
3: See, first test match, again, I give a lot of credit to Imran Khan, you know. See, he, got, he used to pick up all these young cricketers and get them on the field, make them do a lot of practice and everything. And when he felt that these guys are ready, he was raw. And when the baller comes, when, he, when he's very raw, is the most dangerous, most, most lethal fast bowlers because they don't know what they're doing and they, they want to bowl quick, you know, and they want to get you out. So that time is tough. When you know that they start swinging the ball, they know where, where they want to bowl, then it becomes difficult for the batsman. But when he's young and raw and coming at that speed and coming to bowl to you, and the different action, sling action is, he had a slinging action, you know. So, we, you never face those in like, So, that I'm saying that those days, reverse swing was very easy to do. And that speed, he was doing reverse swing. So, he had some beautiful, he had a brilliant Yorker. So, for me, he was very, very impressive. Very impressive. when he was wiry, fit, young fellow, you know. So, you can make out that he had that hunger. So, for, for me, by far, Wakar was number one for me.
2: That's interesting considering, do you still keep in touch with Salil and Kola or do, 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 do you know what he's up to? Yeah, he's into film line, definitely he's uh, into movies
3: and there's uh, a lot of uh, uh, TV shows, you know, so he's fit and um, uh, we, we always meet, you know, here and there, some parties, But we keep in touch.
0: He is absolutely huge, isn't he? He's like the Incredible Hulk. He's, he's his biceps are probably bigger than my legs.
3: So like when uh, Salil came to Indian team, you know, so that time I, I told him, I said, uh, what are you doing here, man? You're such a handsome guy. We should be in the movies, you know. So after retirement, he went to the movies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he's huge. Took he's your smart. advice. Big, yeah big, big guy, big guy, and lovely guy.
0: Absolutely. So then uh, from 89-90, from obviously that, that series was uh, a hard-fought nil-nil uh, draw. There were quite a few of those uh, over the years between India and Pakistan, perhaps just that you know, fear of of not wanting to lose first and and then looking for the victory. Um, There was another outstanding performer in that series as well, Sanjay Mandraka, uh, from an Indian point of view as well. Uh, Outstanding with the bat through that series. Um, Just how good was Sanjay Mandrake at that time? And uh, was it a tad disappointing then to see that he didn't quite reach the levels that many expected of him?
3: Sanjay, uh, when he started off, he started off brilliantly. Like, in West Indies or uh, in Pakistan, that tour. Uh, Pakistan was when he got uh, double hundred at Lahore. It was brilliant, you know, like outstanding player. Uh, rated him very high, uh, very intelligent cricketer. And uh, and especially we have player batsmen coming from Mumbai. They are always very stylish, uh, very gutsy. You know, Sanjay was one of them. And uh, of course, uh, Wave went out, you know, he got into more, that's what I, my observation, I thought that he got into more into technique, you know, and uh, what naturally he had ability. He, I thought he slightly changes uh, his style of playing, you know, and um, I didn't concentrate on his strong points. He had a brilliant square cut. He used to play that short ball off the hip brilliantly, you know, so I think once you start playing and start doing well, people watch you minutely and if you try to change a uh, lot of things in your uh, batting, then you struggle, you know. And that's what I thought that Sanjay tried to change a little bit in between, you know. and Then he got confused and I, that's what I thought. Otherwise, uh, where he started, I thought he's a guy. These are two guys, uh, Sachin and Sanjay, who's going to take Indian cricket at different, at different heights, you know. And... Uh, they go on to go on to play for another ten to twelve years to uh, together cricket, but Sanjay dropped out very quickly. And that uh, three thousand runs he scored, I think, could have scored went to, He could have scored ten thousand runs easily. Uh, for me, he was outstanding cricketer, and uh, uh, and uh, a good thinker of the game as well. You know, and um, once you get into like uh, that level of cricket, uh, we try to change small things. You know, some techniques and natural things what you had, if you. Uh, lose that touch, you know, then you struggle in the Russia cricket.
0: And Kiran, towards the end of your career then, uh, sort of through to the early 1990s, um, just tell us about the, the kind of position that you felt uh, Indian cricket was in. A lot of young players coming through and, uh, you know, the likes of Kapil Dev coming towards the end of his career as well. Was it a, a very much, uh, you know, seen in Indian cricket as, as a transitional phase? Because if you look through the 90s, Pakistan were clearly dominant over India, particularly in uh, one-day international cricket, World Cups aside, of course. Um, was, was that the feeling amongst India that, look, we're just going to have to, you know, suck it up and, and put these young guys in and hopefully in a few years' time uh, they'll come good?
3: So I think after 87, that India series in Paki- in India versus Pakistan, and then uh, that after 88, you know, they, especially in Pakistan tour, you know, like Pakistan tour also, we took a lot of youngsters. Before that, we had banksarkar uh, Sarkar as a captain, I think. Kapil was the last captain in that series, 87. And then the Sarkar came and then the shrikant came. Uh, there so much, so many changes came, you know. After Pakistan, uh, shrikant was a captain, then after Pakistan, Azhar was nominated uh, captain, you know, for the New Zealand tour. So, and again, a lot of changes came again. You know, after Pakistan series also, there were a lot of changes uh, came in the Indian team. And uh, then we went to New Zealand and then we went to Australia also. So what happened overall, when Azuruddin became captain, there are a lot of new players came into Indian team. So for for the team, for me especially, uh, myself and Kapil were the team. Uh, we were the senior guys in the team and Azuruddin. But other were all youngsters. So we were in that time, I think, uh, in transition of uh, making a team for India, you know, and definitely we struggled in that time. Because what happened, uh, uh, you can say that uh, there were two, three captains came, you know, in between after Kapil Dev. And then Azharuddin came and went on to lead for India for another 10 years. So that's where I think 90s, uh, till 94, I played my crickets. Uh We were struggling, you know, we were not uh, sure about we were going to win the match anyway. So Pakistani uh, Pakistan team I uh, uh, that the best team, you know, they developed good players and under the leadership of uh, Imran Khan. And uh, when you have best fast bowling attack or spin bowling attack, I think you you always win uh, uh, more matches, more test matches, more trophies, you know. That's what happened in the in 80s also. We had one of the best team, best combination, uh, best bowling attack, best uh, all rounders in the 80s. So that's why we won the World Cup, we won the Australian Championship, and we did very well in our series in England also. That was my debut series in England at Lord's, you know. We won that series also. But that, from 88 to 89, I think that transition was uh, actually very bad for uh, Indian cricket. And I thought, uh, there were, I think, uh, a few mistakes by selectors, I can say, that uh, they could have done a better job, you know. Instead of throwing a lot of cricketers, uh, senior cricketers out of of the team and get too many young cricketers. Because uh, too many young cricketers came at at one time, you know. They could have done it slowly, slowly and build up a team. The so five, five years was very, pretty bad for Indian cricket.
0: And did you ever think that Indian cricket could be back in the nineties where it is today, where, you know, you say you, you didn't know whether you were going to win. You weren't confident going into some of your matches uh, during that transitional phase. Right now, anything less than a win is seen as a disappointment for Indian cricket. You can see it's come such a long way. Could you have seen how dominant Indian cricket was to become back then?
3: Uh, see we were definitely looking for the ballers all the time you know and we tried too many ballers that time you know and certain time certain, certain time you try it but it doesn't come you know so i felt that uh, once we get a ball, good bowling attack and that's the time i remember Jawagal srinath came anil Kumble came hirwani came all these guys came you know venkat Raju, and all these guys so they took always everybody takes time you know and that time i think srinath took time you know i think you can say that he he made his debut late quite pretty late uh, or he was given a chance later. I thought he could have started early as well, you know. And, uh, see, this, certain things, you know, like Venkatesh, Venkatesh, Venkatesh Prasad came after Srinath, you know. So once you get good combination, good fast bowling attack, plus you have a uh, kumle as a main baller, you know, less spinner. So then your bowling attack become more stronger than Harbhajan Singh came. So all these things were good batting batting order and the ball, good bowling attack you did always been matches. That's what happened in the 80s to us. And that's what happens to Pakistanis also in the 90s, you know. They had the best bowling attack. Like Wakar Yunus and Wasim Akram, keep Javed bowling and Imran. All these guys are there. And Javed uh, was there, their main player. So I think Salim Malek, all the top body Ramiz Raja, you can name the players. There are so many good players were right there. So when you have a good quality team or Mushi, right? I'm Lekshma, Shakleen came, you know, Inzi, you know, is a big name in Pakistan cricket. How can you miss him? So, I think when you have such a big uh, uh, star players in the team, you always win matches. And especially, I always believe that when you have a good bowling attack, if you have good five bowlers or six bowlers, you will always win test matches. You will win the one day matches. That's what the Indian team is now. We have one of the best fast bowling attack, I can say, in world cricket. And we have excellent spinners as well in the team. So, I think, uh, of course, we have a good batting lineup. But when you look at team Pakistan-India, I think still any day, it will be a competitive match between India-Pakistan. It looks very easy on TV. uh, When you watch, okay, Pakistan lost. But it's tough. You know, it's not easy to win. You know, against Pakistan, you give any average team, if India has got an average team or Pakistan has got an average team, when it's on the field, it's more about mental toughness, you know, uh, playing against uh, India-Pakistan. So I think that's where I think uh, slightly I can give uh, uh, that Indian team at the moment, mentally, it's very strong. That's why they're doing very, uh, doing very well.
0: Well, Kieran, that was a, an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us today. Cheers, mate.
2: Kieran Morey there. Now, one thing that sticks out for me is him talking about the Festival of Hawley and how both teams can come together in Bangalore in 1987. And I wonder if Imran Khan ever found out what they
0: were trying to do and trying to get into his room. That's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he he did mention uh, how shy Imran Khan was. He, you know, he was the skipper. He was a senior man in the side. Uh, I'm sure he knew exactly what they were trying to do, and that's exactly why he made sure his door was locked. And, and if he had a balcony, you know, the, the patio door to the outside was locked as well. Uh, but, you know, great stories of, of the whole hotel basically being painted red by uh, the likes of Javed Miandad and Kieran Morey, probably the ringleaders of this. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And, you know, once again, Adif. Shows the camaraderie between the players during those early days, during those different decades, in fact, not just the early days, but, you know, right up until the late 90s when uh, bilateral relations uh, were, were heavily ongoing. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. You can totally visualize it as well. You can really see the players kind
2: of getting on and exchanging stories and playing and messing about with each other and all that kind of stuff, especially when the pressure's off and you're no longer on the pitch playing. There's, you can tell where these lifelong friendships were
0: made and uh, how much camaraderie, as you say, there was between the two teams. It's lovely to hear back to. Absolutely. And uh, Kieran Morey talked there about that 89 series in which Sachin Tendulkar and Wakar Unis, of course, made their debuts. As we said, he then said he immediately thought that Wakar was going to become uh, the legend of the game. Uh, out of all those debutants in the match that we asked him about, including Sachin Tendulkar, and uh, Wakar did just that. Uh, let's now get Wakar's own thoughts on that series, starting with how he felt getting the call up for the Karachi Test.
1: Look, uh, to be very honest, when I was told that I'm playing. Uh... Uh, that test match it was literally you know a dream come true it was uh, it was it was so big for me because every young cricketer's dream is to play for his for his country and play that to play test match cricket and uh and unfortunately i got injured in that game i did manage to bowl, i think 18 overs in the first inning picked up four wickets but i got uh the great Sachin's wicket also got couple Dev also uh, and uh, you know, uh, it, it was it was amazing. I mean, uh, uh, Azuruddin was there, Manoj Prabhakar was there, you know, great Kapil there was there. Sanjay Manjrekar scored heaps of runs that in that series. But unfortunately, I I played the first Test match, bowled in the first inning, I bowled 18 overs in the first inning uh, or 19 overs, I think, uh, picked up four wickets. But I couldn't really carry on in the second inning, so I didn't bowl in the second inning. Uh, Hardly, uh, and uh, and that was it for me. And then I couldn't really play for a month, and then I came back right at the end when when Pakistan played at uh, at Shal Court against India. That was another another half Test match played. It was a very hard fought series. Uh, we we had all four Test matches drawn.
0: Yeah, a lot of drawn Test matches over the years, and it just shows how much neither side, I suppose, wanted to lose in such a high pressure situation. And opposite you. In that series, also making his debut, was a certain 16-year-old kid by the name of Sachin Tendulkar. What did you think when India named this school kid in their touring squad?
1: Look, about Sachin, the entire Indian Under-19 team, they were just, they were just raving about him, just saying, you know, how good that little kid is. He's only what five foot three or four, and he's only a schoolboy. They were scoring like triple centuries. I mean, who scored triple century at school? You know, even scoring a century at school is uh, it's an amazing thing. So uh, we always knew that there is this young kid coming on the block who's going to be uh, amazing. And, uh, and the first look, when I, I if I remember it, the first look, he didn't really give me that uh, impression that he's going to be the great Sachin Tendulkar, what he is today. I mean, uh, what he has done over the years is it's amazing, on the field, off the field. Uh, but at, at that particular time, I didn't re- didn't think or, or realize that he's going to be such a such a big, a big, big name in cricket. But he he is a hardworking. His hard work really paid off.
0: And he obviously showed a lot of grit and determination in that final test of the series. He went on to get fifty odd after being hit in the face was it by you, Wakar?
1: yeah that was there was in sialkot actually the first uh, test match was in karachi karachi uh, and uh, i i got him uh, early i think he scored 50 15 i think but he he played a couple of really classy uh, on drives and a straight drive in that in that 15 uh, but he didn't score much after that in the in that series but the 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 50 you were mentioning which is scored uh, in in Sialkot uh, was on a, on a green top wicket that pitch we wanted result. we we never wanted uh, we we wanted this series to have result, and we produced a a real green topper and uh, him coming in and got hit on the nose very early in the innings uh, and uh, for a, for a 15 16 year old uh, kid it was it You know, he, he looked pale at the time, but uh, very determined, you know, uh, I still remember Siddhu was batting with him and uh, they both sort of took about five, seven minutes and he was ready to go. And then he played that uh, knock of 50, which really showed his class. So we knew that he's, he's going to be something really special to, by then.
0: That was Waqar Younis there, Pakistan legend. And don't worry, that's not all we've got from him. He's back next week where we head into the 1990s. Coloured clothing, adverts galore, lots of ODI cricket in places like Sharjah and Canada. Plus the first World Cup meeting between India and Pakistan. And not just Waqar
2: Yunus, we're also going to have India batsman Vinod Gambli. Remember him? What a guy. As well as more from Kieran Morey, who recalls that hilarious incident with Javed Miadad in the
0: 1992 World Cup. It's going to be fun. Yeah, you don't want to miss that. And remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Nikesh Raghani and at Adif Nawaz. And please follow the Wisdom Cricket and Wisdom India Twitter feeds. Also, the usual Wisdom Cricket Weekly podcast will be dropping soon and we'll be back next week.
1: Podcast Network.